every time we start recording an episode, I think of that old SNL sketch that Jimmy Fallon used to do where he would play a radio DJ mm-hmm. and he'd pretend he'd have all these guests, but he would be doing all the voices. And then every time they went to commercial, when they came back in the sketch, he'd go, and we're back! <laughs> and he would just get, like, more and more rared up. So every time we start an episode, in my head, I'm just like, and we're back! And that's what you missed on Glee. Boop, boop. And we're back. And we're back. Tori. How you doing, Hannah? I'm alive and here. And this energy is fake. Yeah, we're really scraping it up. But you know what? I was going to say, we had a bit of a slow week last week. And this week, I feel like we have so much to talk about. There's quite a bit going on. I think also maybe maybe it was just because like last week, I feel like I wasn't as plugged in. You know, because, like, I consume a lot of, like, YouTube content creators who tell me what's going on. And I feel like last week I was much more, I'm only going to watch one person play a four-hour Let's Play. And sometimes (laughs) that's the vibe versus, like, I'm going to consume eight hours of somebody else telling me what's going on. Uh, You know what? We all, we've all been there. Yeah. Sometimes you binge watch, you know every single episode of Scrubs or Lost, and sometimes you start a new TV series. And I don't, but some people do. Some people do. But I'm excited to get into it on this week's episode of Termally Online. I'm Hannah. And I'm Tori. And we're here to fill you in on everything that's been going on on the internet. And who boy, I've got a doozy of a story for you this week. Yeah, we're going right into it because like we were talking earlier about like, Oh, shit. There's been a lot this week. And like, if we're going to get through everything we want to, because we're even skipping over things. We're like, like, there's Mr. Beast and Jacksepticeye drama. And we're like, that's not really that interesting, you know? And there's like a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, my God. Real, real, real quick. Uh Do you remember the drama of the chess.com drama between Magnus Carlson and Hans Neiman? Hans Neiman, finally, uh, they reached a resolution to their, like, million dollar... Oh, okay. Well, they reached a resolution to their million dollar, like, defamation lawsuit, and it's basically, like, obviously was settled outside of court and was Uh just, like, a handshake. We're not going to talk about it anymore. But no one said anything about him using a butt plug or not to cheat at chess. So some mysteries remain unresolved. Yeah, so... It was very... The world will never know. I mean, we all know. <laughs> we do. I have my suspicions. We all do. It's the only thing that would have made sense. So, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're not even doing Hot Pocket takes. We're just going to go right into the, the well, meat. Well, I was going to do oh. one little thing before we get into it. Because, like I said, we're going to talk about a story that's pretty heavy. And I wanted to bring a little levity. So, what I'm going to tell you is... Do you remember our old friend Gwyneth Paltrow? Oh, God. (laughs) Well, she is back on the TikTok. Is she still looking like a heroin chic because she got her buckle fat removed? She looks how she looks. Does she look like she has a jade egg up her vagina? At all times, yes. Are her candles exploding? (laughs) Sorry, there's so much Gwyneth Paltrow. There's so much. We could do a whole episode on Gwyneth Paltrow. I just thought it'd be fun to tell you. Because I was scrolling through TikTok mindlessly for hours on end, as one does. Yeah. And I kept getting this ad from Gwyneth Paltrow. I was like, what the fuck is this? 
And then I realized it was like the shittiest ad for a probiotic. Oh, my God. And it's so funny because she did such a bad job with this ad. I'm going to play you the ad in its entirety because it's like 10 seconds. It's for a probiotic company. And it's you just got to he- even hearing it. You'll hear how how just like it's you got to hear it to believe it. So this is a 24 straight probiotic. And, um, <laughs> what? Moses is steaming some milk. That's what that sound is. <laughs> That's the whole ad for a company called Seed. And this was like showing up like every other ad I had. And yeah, you can't hear most of what she says because one of her children is using a milk steamer in the background. Yeah, I guess to like make a latte or whatever. But like, it's like so funny because she has like the phone like barely propped up. She's like sitting there in like glasses, just like on the couch or whatever filming. And it's like she talks for like 10 seconds. You know what that kind of looks like? It's the Bo Burnham FaceTiming with my mom tonight. Oh, it's such a boomer thing. It's such a boomer Even thing. Even though I don't think she's really a boomer. No. She's more Gen X. But no, it's hilarious. And it's so funny because I kept seeing this ad. And then apparently they actually removed it from the platform because it was so bad. Oh, my God. And they were talking about how the company probably got screwed because they have to pay her for this yeah. ad. And that if they want like her to redo it, they're going to have to like pay her more. Anyway, it's just the laziest fucking ad read you've ever seen in your life. I don't think that's like a breach of contract or something, but. Yeah, there was some funny parody TikToks made about of it course. of her doing it. I won't play it for you. I might show you off. Off, off the air. Yeah. And uh, show you. But I just thought we'd do a little bit of a. Levity. Uh, a little levity for something very low stakes before I pivot into what is. A pretty heavy-ish story. Um, I want to preface this. Trigger warning. The story is about child abuse. And trigger warning, Mormons. Also, trigger warning, Mormons. We always need a heads up for that. Just like (laughs) Ted Cruz. You know, Ted (laughs) Cruz, trigger warnings, Mormons. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. For sure. But on a serious note, yeah. I want to also be clear when I'm telling the story That the children involved I will only be referring to by their initials. Yeah. That information is online. I'm not going to be the one to talk about it. They've already been exploited enough. And And we're going to try and like kind of because I don't know as much as you, but we've already said that we're going to try and like skim over some of the, I think, more graphic. Yeah. yeah. Just like this isn't we're not trying to exploit a bunch of children. No. And I want to say, too, that this is I'm not we talked about whether we should talk about this. I'm talking about it because I've made my opinions on family vlogging or blogging or yeah. whatever you want to call it clear and that I find it exploitative, gross, horrible. I mean, we've had conversations about this and I don't want to tell the story like, wow, that's crazy. Like, yeah. you know, it's not that it's a serious situation. I feel absolutely but also it horrible. is kind of it is fucking wild. It is fucking wild. Um, and terrible. The, and, the TLDR, yeah. in case you were like, I don't know, is a family blog um, did get, like, a mother did get arrested for yes. abusing her children. For so that's child the, abuse. That's the too long didn't read. 
um, if this is something you want to skip. So yeah, you <clears throat> should absolutely skip it. And you know, if this isn't your cup of tea, I do think it's important to talk about because it's just such a, it feels like a tip of the iceberg thing. Yeah. Like it's just, I will say too, I am in full agreement of the fact that I hate family blogs. Yeah. I hate this. Like the idea of peddling your child or your children for content. And Mm -hmm. like, it was one thing when it was like, even like mommy blogs are kind of sus to me. Yeah. Where it's like, you're, you're literally like, I'm going to, even if it was just writing, you know, where it's like, I'm going to write about the bowel movements of my child every day. It's just very, it's exploitative. There's a reason why Hollywood has such strict laws for children in place. And even those are not like. For sure. And, And I do, I understand that being a mother is such a like hard thing oh, and that yeah. you need support. And I understand seeking support from other mothers online. And I'm sure there are amazing groups out there that yeah. provide support. That's for a each group other. versus content. But I think there's a way you can do that without exploiting your child or airing their private, yeah. you know, moments of their lives. I don't think I've ever told you. Um, I discovered that my dad's wife, even after I was an adult, was talking shit about me online. What the fuck? Yeah. And calling me damaged and airing well, all are. this stuff. I mean. But she doesn't have to say it. Well, she contributed. Yeah. So fuck Whose her. fault do you think this yeah. is? As someone who's, you know, had a childhood with nothing compared to what we're going to talk about, but with some like abusive dynamics, like I understand like how, you know, it's just really fucked up, and I want you to know I'm not talking about this in a, like, joking, light way. Yeah. So, but we're also not journalists or child and psychologists And coming experts. out, too. So, like... It's a developing story. Developing. But let me just get into it, but with all of that said, um, as Tori said, so we are talking about a mommy vlogger named Ruby Frank, who was arrested on two counts of aggravated child abuse on... Um, Earlier this week, last week. Yeah. And she also, a woman who is her quote unquote business partner named Jody Hildebrandt was also arrested. Before we talk about what exactly they were arrested for, I'm going to give a little background. So Ruby's channel on YouTube is called Eight Passengers. They are an LDS Mormon white family living in Utah she married her husband, Kevin, at 18 years old. That tracks. They have six children, two who are legal adults and four who are still minors. Given the timing between the children, uh, Ruby basically gave birth every two years <gasps> up until her last child with some pregnancy loss that she had talked about in between, which she admitted her husband was not sympathetic about. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, not surprising. Yeah. So her YouTube channel had over 2 million subscribers. It was deleted a month ago. Yeah. We'll, we'll f- uncover why that might have happened. I know you're going to say it too, but also her two sisters are also in the family she vlogging. three sisters three and sisters. they're all in the vlo- family vlogging. It's so gross. Sphere. Yeah. And we're going to talk about a yeah. little bit about the sisters too. Um, 
But basically, over the years, like, some disturbing content had been kind of posted on her YouTube family vlog. It wasn't all, like, happy, fun times. Because she talked a lot about, like, her parenting style. Her and her husband, Kevin. There was a couple of those, like, um, compilations of, like, the worst moments from eight passengers, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was, like... um, my daughter forgot to pack her lunch, so she's going to starve. She's yep. six. Yeah, she was six years old. Her youngest daughter, E, was made responsible for making and packing her own lunch for school. The school, and that made it sound like this happened multiple times, that the school called and would be like, she forgot her lunch, can you bring her food? And she, in the video, was like, I will not bring my food, and I hope no one gives her any food. She needs to learn her lesson. Fucking wild. Fucking kindergartner. Yeah. I mean, crazy. And other than that, the oldest son, C, he was sent away to a wilderness camp. Oh, no. Yeah. So if you know anything about the troubled teen industry, you'll understand that that's a whole other abusive I mean, what was it? The eldest, um, what was the Quiverful family? 18 and counting or whatever. Oh, oh, the Duggars. Yeah. I mean, he was sent away to a, not a wilderness camp, but he did that same kind of like, yeah, went to camp. I think his was like, not even really that no. punishing. No, it, not, it should have been more punished. They didn't really feel like he did anything that wrong. So yeah. they were just kind of like, whatever. Um, this oldest son, he was sent away to a camp. And when he came back, they, uh, told him he didn't have bedroom privileges, so they made him sleep in the family room for months on end on a with a beanbag chair was his bed. So that's great. And then last year, Ruby said in a video that two of her kids, the youngest kids, are the son youngest son who's ten, and E, the same girl from mm-hmm. the kindergartner who had to make her own lunches, who's eight, that they would not be receiving any Christmas gifts because of their quote. Long patterns of egregious selfish behavior. So she went on to explain that they hadn't properly repented for their sins, so they did not get Christmas. I mean, that makes sense, though. Yeah, obviously. Totally, totally normal behavior. That's a normal behavior, and your children do learn from that good behaviors and not sneaking around and also, like, acting out. Yeah, and Ruby also admitted in a video, or maybe more of them, that she was basically, like, done after baby number four, but her husband basically persuaded her into the last two. Two? Yeah, who are the two youngest, who were the ones who had Christmas taken away from them. But, like, especially, I mean, convincing one is shitty, but convincing to have two more? Yeah. That's like, let's get six more puppies, you know? Yeah, and I don't mean to relay that information about Ruby's background in order to elicit really like sympathy for her no she's a monster no she is but it actually reminds me of i don't know if you remember andrea yates that case in the 90s no she was the mother who drowned her kids in the bathtub oh yeah she also came from a really religious background and her husband had basically pressured her into keep having children even though she had really psychotic episodes and didn't want to keep having children. And then even after she was arrested for murder, her husband was already planning for when she was clearly going to be released and then they could keep having more children. I mean, the religious trauma certainly impacts your behavior. This woman is obviously a monster, but monsters 
99% of the time aren't made in a vacuum, you know? Yeah, I think this is definitely a, like, trauma begets trauma kind yeah. of situation. How can you sh- how can you be a loving mother if you weren't even allowed to be a child or uh, your own person? Exactly. She was also, like, the oldest of her siblings. She came from a Mormon family. Oh, I'm sure she was with... parentified by the time she yeah. was, like, eight. <laughs> so it, it seems essentially that, given her background... That she basically had to parent her younger siblings, and then as soon as she became an adult, she was married off and having kids. And so she's basically spent her entire life, like, being a mother in some yeah. form. Um, which is just genuinely sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though, obviously, it has no justification or excuse or anything for any of her behavior. No. Because she is honestly just such a cruel and controlling unwell person but i want to pivot to the other side of this the second woman who was arrested mm-hmm. uh jody hildebrandt so jody hildebrandt created this i guess you would call it a self-improvement program Ugh. called connections it has like c-o-n-n-e-x-i-o-n-s Hate it. yeah and uh the website describes it as quote a different modality of healing that psychotherapy cannot offer you. Unquote. Thanks. Hate it. Psychotherapy. Yeah. Well, she was a licensed therapist at one point, but had her license revoked. Yeah. And basically she offers these like quote unquote self-improvement courses that have like these principles that bases teachings on. They promote quote living in truth, not distortion. From what I can glean, living in truth basically means living how the Lord wants you to. But obviously, the way that translate is in reality, it just means following what Jody and yeah. now Ruby had believe. Um, here are some of their teachings. They teach that adults can force children to do what they want. Mm-hmm. Children should not have a say in what they do or and what they, you know, everything is up to the parent. Children have no right to privacy. Abortion is murder. Being on medications means you are living in distortion. We are. TikTok and social media are brainwashing and corrupting our children and forcing the, quote, gay lifestyle onto them. She's and literally on YouTube. I know, but... Well, I guess she's the she's trying to fight fire with fire. That's actually someone... So I want to give credit to the subreddit that is 8Passenger Snark... Mm-hmm. Who has been documenting the fucked up going ons of this family for a couple of years. And they had way more information than you'll find in just like mainstream news articles. Yeah. Because they've been like documenting every single thing. Which I'm sure is very helpful because like the kids I know are need this information for like yes. the case. We'll yeah. also go to that part too. But I want to, they had, like, all this information, because I was like, well, what's this? What's that? And then, like, I just, like, looked in the subreddit, and they have everything. So, uh, Connections also says being gay is a sin. It is. Um, And if your child is acting out, you should send them to a rehabilitation center, which is what they did with the oldest son. Phones are more dangerous than guns. And we don't need gun control. School shooters are just disconnected. If everyone gets connected, quote-unquote, follows the principles and lives in truth, there will be no more school shootings. Uh, the courses to learn all of this are, of course, $15,000. Jesus I Christ! I mean, there are cheaper options, but that's like the 18-week program. Yeah. Uh, 
if you haven't figured it out at this point, it's 150% a cult. <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, most like self-improvement shit are scams. You know, it's like, yeah, but this is like a legit cult. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a it's a cult scam. It's yes. a scam cult. It's a cult that's also a scam. Yeah. I mean, a lot of cults like Scientology yeah. also like milk you for all your yeah. money. But this is a very bad cult. Um, Ruby ended up joining it in sometime in 2020. And then she started basically like joined the company and started like posting videos on Connections YouTube channel in like 2022. So she's gotten really, really involved in it to the point where she's basically like, she's kind of like second in command to this Jody Hildebrandt character. The cult is so extreme that actually, so the three sisters of Ruby who are all family vloggers, I know it's Bonnie and I forget who the other two are. I'll name them later because I do talk about them. Oh, it's Ellie and Julie Griffiths. Um, they all run their own Mormon family vlogs. However, the cult is so extreme that Ruby ended up cutting her sisters and the cousins out of her and her kids' life. Jesus. So the cousins were all like really close, apparently. That makes and sense. And then she was family. like, you're living in distortion because you're not strict enough and adhering to this cult. So we're going to like. You're not starving your children, which means no you content. don't love them. Exactly. Apparently. Um, The husband, Kevin, was also involved in the cult. Oh, I'm sure. However, a few things happened about a year ago. Kevin, who is the dad and C, the oldest brother and one of the two legal adult children, um, they allegedly moved out of the house. This was posted by a source on Reddit about 11 months ago. Oh. So at the time, they were like, there's someone who's close to the family who is feeding information to the subreddit. Oh, so there are a few things that were posted there, like at the time. And they also confirmed that Sherry, I'm using her name because she has a public online presence. She's an adult now, and she actually has been like posting about this. Yeah, that makes sense. So I, that's the only child whose name, the oldest brother, I don't think has like a public social media. So yeah. I'm not going to say his name. Um, Sherry, the oldest daughter, she had also moved out and distanced herself from the family, but that includes the dad and the oldest brother. So uh-huh. she wouldn't talk to any of them. Good for her. And she's <laughs> in therapy and she has a boyfriend who it was a cute. There was a post that like she posted them together and she's like, can you believe it was his idea that we go to the Barbie movie and his idea we dress up? Aww. So I'm like, you go, Sherry. I don't know you, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> so, yeah. And that that post on the subreddit 11 months ago by that source um, mentioned that at the time Ruby was becoming deeper and deeper entrenched in the connections cult. She and Jody referred to themselves as truth and that Sherry, the oldest brother and the dad, Kevin did not have contact with the four youngest children or with Ruby anymore. Mm. Basically that Ruby was starting to be physically violent with the kids and supposedly CPS had been called already on them multiple times and they, they were no longer attending school. Oh, jeez. And the dad apparently just, like, fucked off and was not seeing the children anymore. And Jody's, Jody Hildebrandt, the cult yeah. creator, um, her car was, like, spotted outside of their house about, like, six months before the guy moved out or whatever. Um, 
the dad moved out. And mm-hmm. so the speculation was that she had moved into the house. Yeah. To further entrench herself in Ruby and the kids' life. So with all of that background, I'm going to talk about the event that led to the rest. So this involves the two youngest children. R is the youngest boy and E is the youngest girl. Um, what happened is that R escaped through a window and he ran over to a neighbor's house about five minutes away and he basically told them, asked for food and water and they could tell that he was not well. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. malnourished and he also had duct tape on his ankles and wrists and Fucking wild. injuries. So he was being kept somewhere. Um, obviously the police were called and the paramedics came they got the son to the hospital and the daughter first was trying to like deny medical attention. Mm-hmm. But after like four hours, they were able to convince her to go to the hospital. This girl's like nine. So yeah. And I'm sure she's like traumatized and she's going to get in trouble. You yeah. know, like you're not supposed to tell anyone. So Jody, this was at Jody Hildebrandt's house. Oh yeah. 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 The kids were being kept in her house. Wild. Separated from their other siblings. And apparently Jody arrived back at her house while the police and paramedics were still there. Um, there was some speculation, nothing concrete, that maybe, like, she had cameras up and realized that yeah. the kid had gotten out. Uh, the police searched her home and basically found evidence supporting that she had caused these injuries to the children. So, obviously, she was going to be arrested. Uh, Ruby was at her main house in apparently Springville, Utah, and she asked like a family friend to collect the two kids who were at her house, the mm-hmm. other minor children, and then drove to the police station. Um, and she wanted to go see the kids in the hospital, and they were like, "You have to talk to an officer." And apparently, she just like left the station, and uh, they went to her house, the Springville house, and searched the home, took all the kids into care, yeah, custody. And they arrested both Ruby and Jody. Um, Ruby refused to talk to the police and requested her lawyer. And Jody tells the police that R and E, those two youngest children yeah. who are kept separate, should never be allowed around other children. My God. So it seems clear that Ruby and Jody became convinced or convinced themselves or whatever irrational reason that yeah. these children are like evil. And needed to be, like, excessively abused and punished to... Cleansed. Something like that. Um, anyway, judge denied bail for both of them. Good. Yeah. And it was interesting, too, because there was actually a TikTok of a girl who claims that she was already arrested and in custody when they brought Ruby in. So she was, like, her cell buddy, kind of. Oh my like God. in the same area and she took down the tiktok but she did post evidence that she had been arrested and like at the same facility and she talked about like that ruby talked to kevin the dad yeah. on the phone and was basically like freaking out because she had told them there was money in the house to pay the lawyer and the money wasn't there oh my god maybe the police took it i don't know um, again, this is all like grain of yeah. salt. Like I don't. It's know a TikTok for sure. person. Yeah, yeah. They could be just making it up, but they did apparently mention the name of the lawyer. She mentioned who is like on the mm-hmm. legal documents. So who knows? 
it could be real. Anyway, she basically was like, she didn't seem very emotional about like her children or anything. I mean, that's kind of obvious at this point. I think that like, yeah, she's apparently she was very focused on where Jody was and wanting to like see her. And it's that like, sounds like a someone who's in a cult. A cult and also almost like a relationship, you know, like a... People, yeah, it is like they were like seriously enmeshed. Yeah, codependent at the very least. Yeah, for sure. Um, So after all this came to light, Sherry, the oldest daughter, she shared an image of the police officers outside the house. And she wrote in the caption, finally. Ugh. Yeah, and she basically wrote a few Instagram stories and she basically said that she was so glad that justice is being served she's been trying to tell the police and cps for years about this she's so glad they decided to step up the kids are safe but there's a long road ahead and she also the day after the arrest um asked people online to send her any concerning clips yeah i saw that from connections or the eight passengers youtube channel which again had been scrubbed from the internet a month Uh before this arrest happened so um, people in like the Stark subreddit were like sending. Clips. It's our time. Yeah, they were like, "We're heroes now, baby. We're gonna like stick up." And apparently, like other YouTube drama channels, like Jay Aubrey had covered the story before, oh. so they had like clips embedded yeah. in their own videos that they could send to the um, daughter to compile. It was very smart to ask the internet to do that because, like, because mm-hmm. she said like. I remember in the post saying how it's it's too much for her to go through. She said she knew about most of the eight passenger stuff because she was there for it. But like the connection stuff, obviously, that's a lot of, you know, yeah. footage to go through. And, and also it's really traumatizing. Yeah. And to thinking about having to do that or like getting a lawyer is very expensive to do that. And you have like, a dedicated snark hate subreddit yeah. that has been like compiling this shit for years. Like evidence. I mean, that's going to be really helpful. Um. So now we go to the three sisters. Yeah. So again, these three sisters have all been cut off for the last, like, at least a year from Ruby. Yeah. Um, they are all vloggers, family vloggers in their own So right. we do not trust them. Exactly. Ellie and Julie released a joint statement. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and it basically was like, for the last three years, we've kept quiet on the subject of our sister for the sake of the children. Behind the public scene, we've done everything we can. Doubt it. Um, we wouldn't feel right about moving forward with regular content without addressing the most recent events. Once we do, we will not be commenting on it further. Ruby was arrested, which needed to happen. Jody was arrested, which needed to happen. The kids are now safe, which is the number one priority. That statement was pretty criticized with the fact that they were basically like, we're going to move forward with our regular content after Yeah, this. I mean, also like... I know there's only so much you can do in this type of situation, but, like, you're a goddamn adult, you know? And if you see, if you saw your sibling, like, abusing children like this... And you're just gonna, like, keep posting, like, happy pictures. And also, like, still... The thing with the family vlogging, Ruby Frank and her, and Kevin Frank and their bullshit is, like, extreme. It doesn't mean that the regular mommy family vlogging is okay. It is still fucking exploitative and it is still bad. And unless you are keeping your children completely off of it, your social media, 
for like purposes of like monetization yeah. and sponsorships and all that shit like you shouldn't you know like it's not okay i was watching um somebody else cover this and they were going through one of their channels and there's literally a video of like um explaining death and it was like a picture of one of the kids like hugging their grandma and it was like obviously a video about like grandma dying and having to explain death to their like eight-year-old and i'm like why the fuck would you do that on like yeah why are you posting that online for people and and it's obviously like 16 minutes so that they can get the full ad revenue too yeah well the third sister bonnie posted a youtube video where a few of the things she said, she was like, my sisters and I are all on the same page. We've really been like supporting each other the last three years. I don't think any of us could have ever seen this coming. We did as much as we could legally and you don't know what you don't know. Well, she was like upset and she was like, I'm numb, which I uh, understand. She's like yeah. upset. However, she posted this video and it was monetized. Ugh. So maybe she didn't realize it was monetized, but it seems like maybe you should check that. And so obviously a lot of people were giving her backlash. So she privated it and took it down. Did she bring out a ukulele? Hey girls, what's the tea? I mean, look, I'm, they are not responsible for no. the sins of their sister, but you probably could have it's done a something. bad look. And it's just kind of like, I don't really believe you did everything you could. And maybe you did. Maybe I don't know shit. It's totally possible. But just to, like, be posting anything online, you should take down all of your content of all your kids. And they're like, well, you know, they still have, like, commitments to, like, sponsors and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, maybe, like, think, look in the mirror and think about your life. Think about it really fucking hard about what you're doing and what you're doing to your own family. I mean, it's it's really gross. It's really gross and yeah. horrible. So anyway, after all that, uh, oh, the dad, Kevin, has not been arrested. Mm. He has a custody hearing on Thursday. Don't want him to have it. I really fucking hope they don't let him have the children. The concern that would be who would have the kids, maybe the adult siblings or something. But maybe I mean. Sherry's only 20 Ugh. and that's so many kids it's four kids I don't yeah. know if her or like the son the oldest son he's like just 18 like but I guess like the system is probably better I than- mean keeping them in custody for now is way better or maybe honestly it's like the sisters suck but at least they're like they might be the better, more stable option. Yeah, and actually that would put a, them under a magnifying glass, too. Because Where, kids who... If they agree not to show the kids on fucking social media But all. also, like, there's a lot more scrutiny for people who are, like, fostering um, than somebody who's just with their own kids. I don't know. I'm sure they're figuring that out. Yeah. Um, I think the dad should rot in hell I will as well. Say, yes. I don't believe he didn't know what was I will going say, on. I was thinking about how all this could happen, and then I remembered, I was like, like, how all this could happen and no one knows. And then I was like, all right, this is one in Utah. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about, you know, it, like, it, not obviously not rural, but more spread out, suburb, suburb type of thing. Also, there's a lot of weirdo Mormons yes. in Utah. Um, They're not all like this. Connections was not like directly related to LDS, but. Yeah. But also like, so heavily religious at the very least. And then they're also like, you know, they are white, they are attractive and they're wealthy. So like, I'm sure a DCF agent, you know, if you're, if you're, or DCF agents are always pulled thin, you know? So I'm thinking about, even if you were called in to like talk to this family, 
you know, you'd look around and you'd be like, this is a beautiful house. You talk to a kid who's so traumatized, they're not going to say anything. There's no mandatory yeah. reporters because they're not going to school. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it, it is complicated. I mean, CPS certainly has um, its problems and flaws. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, the system should not be set up to where, like, no. you can take a parent's kids away very easily. The idea is always I- to try to you know, create stability. And they basically go and are like, are your kids fed? Do you have food? Are they happy? Are there any signs of like physical abuse? Yeah. A lot of the abuse was emotional before it escalated to this I do want, if I do want to know if any police reports were filed or like Mm -hmm. protective services. And I want to know, like, I just want to know if anything, you know, what, you know, when the FBI is like, oh yeah, that school shooter was on our list. I kind of yeah. want to know if it's one of those situations. Like, well, I'm, I'm guessing that you know, as the story develops, we're gonna yeah. learn more. And you know, I, I'm of two minds because on one hand, I'm like, it's really not like anyone's fucking business. No. But I, I really hope that the kids are safe, and I hope that they receive the support they they need. I really hope that the daughter, Sherry, is able to reconnect with her siblings. Yeah. I can only imagine what the kids have been told about her. It's kind of, I think, like, um, mm-hmm. the whole, like, living in distortion thing that this cult preaches oh, yeah. to me reminds me a lot of, like, Jehovah's Witnesses when they, like, basically um, excommunicate you. And yeah. And you're, like, shunned. And I have a feeling that the kids were probably brainwashed or, like, <sighs> brainwashed is kind of a flippant term to use but basically probably yeah drilled into them that like she was like an evil person because yeah. she like was living her life not in truth or whatever and i don't know i just hope that they can recover and i hope that this is the beginning of the end of the mommy blogger yeah well you know well i mean this is very maybe a little callous, but, you know, we'll probably get a fucking documentary about it in a few yeah. years from HBO. It, it actually reminded me, do you remember the Turpin case? The parents who had their kids, like, chained up. Yes, I was thinking about that, too, where the girl, like, ran yes. uh, and was just running down the street. Jordan Turpin, who I actually follow on TikTok, she is so cute. She just posts, like, little awkward dancing videos, and she seems to be living a much happier life now. And she's, like, reconnected with a lot of her siblings. And um, I don't think... I think the Turpin was, like, a next-level kind of... Yeah. (laughs) Even beyond this. Not to, like, play the Childhood Abuse Olympics over here. (laughs) But, you know. Anyway, that's the story on that. I know this is a terrible day to have ears and to hear this story, but... Yeah, so hopefully Maui Blogging can start... Yeah, can start yeah. going the fuck away. Maybe there needs to be so much regulation. Yeah, on this shit, if it's allowed, if you're allowed to like profit off of your kids being like monetized on the internet, yeah, and videos, TikTok, YouTube, mommy blogs, what the fuck ever, you should be held up to at least at minimum the same standards as the Hollywood yeah. child actors. Who again, that system is also exploitative. But at least it has some degree of accountability. Yeah. Legislative. Well, like, I remember one, there was one uh, family blogger where the kid was, like, 16 and a bunch of younger kids. And the 16-year-old was like, I don't want to be in your videos anymore. 
I refuse. I am, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm telling you. And every time the camera turned to her, she was like, I'm not being in your videos. And I remember, um, like there was a lot of pressure. I mean, the internet was so mad at the mom, yeah. but like there was a lot of pressure from mom going like, this is how I put food on the table. Yeah. That's a fucking unfair thing to do to your yeah. children who have no concept of what that means, yeah. of what their involvement in this means. I mean, I see it too, like, even aside from, like, the public vlogging aspect, like, my niece, who is, like, eight or nine at this point, yeah. I don't fucking know. Anyway, like, whenever I visit her, which is rare, like, sometimes I'll pull out to take a picture, because I see her, like, once every couple of yeah. years, and, like, she doesn't like having her picture to being taken anymore, because she's so used to having a fucking camera shoved in her face all yeah. the time. And that's not a slight against my sister really because i think that's just you know very common i mean we all pull out our cameras all the time too much but yeah too much and sometimes kids like they don't want to be like they want to be with you in the moment or they just yeah. don't want to have their fucking photo taken yeah and you have to respect it so when the, my niece is like no i'm like okay i'm not gonna take pictures. i just also imagine i mean because like there's you know having your life blogged to that extent like a documentary basically level of your life on YouTube. And imagine being like 20 and there's a video of you online, like crying because your grandma died, you know, or being, or doing stupid kid things, you know? Yeah. I mean, baby's first period, you know, we're going to show her how to use a tampon. I mean, I think social media in general can just be really damaging. Even if like the kid is posting themselves, it's like, they don't understand the repercussions. And I think of how in my childhood, where most of my growing up was before social media was a thing. I had the opportunity to, like, be a kid, to have embarrassing moments, to make mistakes, to just, like, grow and develop yeah. and ha- have that all be, like, private, you know? I didn't, like, bro- have it broadcasted. Well, and just, like... Tumblr. Yeah, and just, it's so exploitative. It's so, like, it's so important to respect kids' boundaries. I could talk about it forever. Yeah. If you don't shut me up, I fucking will. So, what's your story? How do you feel about pronouns? <laughs> this is like, I don't like any pronouns. Um, sometimes you think about like, how would you do a, um, trying to construct a sentence without pronouns, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, wait, you can't use it. That's a pronoun. You can't use I or you, you know, like anyway. Yeah. So there's a, this is um, not lighthearted necessarily, but a like, it's one of those stupid internet drama things, mm-hmm. a la the same lines of, like, Harry, the Harry Potter games when they were coming out, you know, and everyone was, like, boycott because J.K. Rowling's a turf. Yeah. Which, like, yes. She also went on a scree recently, which was, like... Fucking J.K. Rowling. All you had to fucking do was shut, shut up and be rich. Like, that's somebody, all you had to do. Somebody compared her to, like, the Taliban uh, in, like, a tweet... And she quote tweeted it saying, at least the Taliban know what women are. I saw that. Like, I love how you should is pro terrorist. (laughs) Ma'am, like, you should not be siding with the Taliban. And I like how like to her, the existence of trans people, specifically trans women, is worse than a group of people who will shoot children in the fucking head 
who are girls trying to get an education. Yeah, but like hashtag girl boss. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's it's the oppression Olympics, you know, and it's like gatekeeping vaginas. I'm sorry, but if you're unless if you have an aftermarket vagina, it doesn't count. <laughs> So anyway, this is so stupid. It's along those lines. So this is our, our little, like... Little lighthearted transphobia. And yeah. you know It'll be a walk in the fucking park after the nightmare I just yeah. shared. So go so, ahead. So um, there's a new game that recently came out, um, Starfield. It is a... Um, by the same guys who did... It's Bethesda. It's a gaming company. They did um, Fallout. Uh, they did Skyrim. All mm-hmm. that. They're very popular games. They're RPGs, role-playing games. You get really into them. I wasn't a huge fan of Skyrim. I know. I know. Um, I don't fucking know what I know. games are, so you don't have to. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> well, everyone really loves Skyrim. It's one oh, of those, okay. like... I've heard of it. I don't know. There's what? Are, are these, like, first-person shooter game I didn't, types? No. This one's... It's a it's RPG, so it's, like, a fan... This one was... Um, uh, Skyrim is a fantasy game. Okay. You might actually like Fallout, only because it's, like, post-apocalyptic kind I of... I know a little bit about Fallout. I know... Yeah. No, sorry. I'm thinking of Half-Life is the one where everyone yeah. is like, when is Half-Life 3 no. coming? Fallout is, you know, nuclear Fallout. So, get, coming out of the... Um, we watched uh, the McElroy's played a video of um, Ultimate Pan when they did Monster Factory. Yes, yes. Anyway, see that. that was deep. That was a more deep cut. Anyway, so that none of that matters. Um, so Starfield? Is Starfield something? is a sci-fi game. Okay. Um, and so people are saying it's like Skyrim, but in space. So part of uh, Starfield, um, you can choose your gender, and then you can also choose your pronouns. Oh, I'm sure this didn't open up a can of worms anyway. People are so upset. What are the, is the pronouns just she, he, or yes. they, them? As far as I am aware, yes. There's only three options. Like, and everyone is so fucking upset it's so funny <laughs> there's a very good um a, a british man i don't know his name i don't really care i'm not even gonna look it up he went on a scree he looked like he was like about to cry about to he's shouting out. i'm gonna shout right now he said fucking pronouns <laughs> fucking leftist fucking pronoun! and it was just like dude one our language has pronouns and that's what everyone's clowning on him. Like, obviously they're like the funny part is everyone just ignoring the transphobia and Mm -hmm. pretending like he's just actually upset about like pronouns as a thing. And so like we need to abolish gender and pronouns. Well, I feel like of course they're going to like have an aneurysm over this because I remember like hashtag like Gamergate, Mm -hmm. like men, these kind of men already get like fucking heated about the fact that you can be a woman in a game like yep now you're introducing or, non-binary people like obviously next? you're gonna give everyone involved just like a brain hemorrhage yeah so. well it was like every few like every year or so there's like a new game that comes out where it's like gas on the fire and it's so funny to me you know like when they redid the laura croft um video games tomb raider uh-huh. they made her a bit thicker yeah she wasn't like all boobs tiny waist uh, yeah but i was like i mean if you're not going to give her like triangles for boobs then what's the point it's not really a remake <laughs> or um there's a bunch of other ones you know where they're just like yeah they or <laughs> there was one where they were making uh i think it was an assassin's creed game in ancient greece and they're like the option to be gay was there and somebody was like well that's makes no sense and they're like 
being gay in ancient Greece doesn't make sense. They're like, yeah, it's against Christianity. And they're like, <laughs> I want you to take a step back. Yeah, right. And remember when ancient Greece was. Well, men being babies over video games. What the yeah. fuck is new? So if you are into that kind of thing, it was very funny. He's he's getting blown. This British dude is getting blown up online. And everyone, even like centrists, are kind of like, dude. Because it's not, it doesn't make that much sense to get upset, that upset over something like that. You know, mm-hmm. the option in a video game that you can breeze past you don't even have to like pick it if you pick you can pick your gender still and male and then it'll automatically give you male pronouns unless you want to change it yeah so there's there's nothing stopping although i think there was a trans character or something and he was like sobbing you know wokeism is again ruining men's hobbies yeah and male identities and Blah blah blah. Whatever. It's just it was it was very funny to me just to watch. That is hilarious that a men having like a total meltdown over the concept of pronouns. Yeah, I like to like again. We know it's it's over being transphobic and like against people like they them pronouns, but it's also just funny to be like, my dude doesn't want gendered pronouns. You know, be like, yeah, he wants everyone to be they them, and honestly, I think I agree. Yeah. No more gendered pronouns. Game developers. Are you ready for us to go into our favorite part of the week? Meme of the week! Meme of the week! It's coming! It's final! I'm like trying to tie a knot on my crochet and I'm like... <laughs> Tori, focus! I do you can't... want me to go first or do you want to go first? I mean, I know what I need. I know mine. I, I know mine you. too. <gasps> I know. I almost was going to talk about it separately and I'm like, you know what? No. It is my meme of the week. Bali, go first. I did the same thing. Because um, my meme of the week is that Prim Inc. is back. Yay! So uh, we haven't even watched the new episode because we're, we're saving it for marriage. Um, and by that, I mean... <laughs> Can you explain who Prim Inc. is? No. Um, I was planning <laughs> on it. Um, Prim Inc. is like a, a drama kind... Not drama channel. He's kind of like an investigative drama channel. Uh-huh. You know? So... Hannah and I went on a scree of just watching him. I think it was during COVID. Yep. I think I discovered his yeah, videos. Yeah. He's a YouTuber. Yeah. He's a YouTuber. Um, he's very funny. He has very dry sense of humor and kind of like very sarcastic. And he'll like do these deep dives into like internet culture. Like us. Yeah. He does a lot of, I mean, same kind of thing. Just but, like, like the most like niche drama and he'll make like a 40 minute video about it. Yeah. And they'll explain it so well. Yeah. So, you know, like he had a whole episode on Trisha Paytas, um, who is like another celeb, uh, internet celebrity who's unhinged in it. You know, he'll do a lot of those like deep dives into like, you know, where are they now? Or it's like archival drama and mm-hmm. it's very fun and interesting. And like, he's very witty. Uh, he was offline for three years. Yeah, he, he just dr- disappeared. He dropped a video 22 hours ago. And I I was literally considering, like, I sometimes I'm, like, scrolling through my subscriptions and I'll see him pop up and I think about unsubscribing. But I'm like, I don't want to lose him because I'll forget. Yeah. You know, and it's not like it matters. So I'm, like, scrolling through YouTube earlier today and Primink is there. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. I guess it's a, I don't think I saw this one. And it's an uploaded 22 hours ago. It's like, yes, we're so fucking back, baby. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> And I watched the first 30 seconds and everyone and it's like a, a montage of people saying, like, I miss him so much. Where is he? I miss him. And he's like, guys, I'm not dead. And it's like, yeah, you just didn't post for three <laughs> years. 
And all the comments are like, fucking Primix back, baby! I love it. So, that we're very so excited. Good. I'm very excited to watch the video with you. It doesn't even matter what it's about. I will enjoy it. It doesn't matter. It's it's some kind of internet celebrity having a, a total mental breakdown. I actually already know about the God damn it, story, Hannah. So. Marina Joyce. That's another story for That'll be day. next week. Right. I feel like my meme of the week is going to be the greatest thing for you. Yeah. It is a TikTok. This is not Gwyneth Beltro. Damn it. <laughs> so I know this is painful for you to recall, but our beloved Tater Tot the kitten. No! R.I.P. I miss tater him. Tater Tot died day. like a day after we posted. I know. I was so, not a. It was so sad. Tater Tot was a kitten who was just like very weak and not very cute but he had a grumpy cat kind of face yeah and he was obviously like he had that's a medical problem yeah he and was, unfortunately passed away yeah um the successor to tater tot has arrived his empire it's this kitty is named wisp okay and i have to tell you i think knock on wood i'm not trying to curse anything but i think wisp ha- is in better health than Tater Tot was. Uh-huh. Seems to be. Wisp is so fucking cute. Oh no. And so tiny. He's so small. But so lively. And I'm gonna show you a video. And even the noises, I know this is an audio medium, so you cannot appreciate the cuteness that is Wisp. Link the video in the I'll try and link the, the video to the TikTok. But there's a bunch of them. Everyone loves Wisp now. Wisp is the new it kitty. We needed here's something. the here's one video. I love you. No! <laughs> Wisp is the strongliest <laughs> little cat I've ever seen. Yeah, I should show you Wisp's mother. There's a picture or a video of her mother. It's okay, yeah. So cute. Two just different colored eyes. Wisp is just so tiny. Strongles. Wisp needs a lot of baths because... Uh, Strongly. Wisp... Tends to poop on herself, himself. I don't actually know if Wisp it doesn't is a matter. Boy or girl, but Wisp is pooping, which is great news. Great news. That, you know, even just a little bit is good. You know, because if if she couldn't, then it would be problems. But she seems like she's doing okay. She does these little hops against like. Her. I'm so proud of her. She's so cute. She's very she's loud. Very scrungly. She's just a very kind of. Named Wisp because she's white, white fur, and it's very, like, kind of, like, scraggly. Yeah. It's, like, just a a little tiny kitten, just so tiny. She looks kind of like a pom-pom ball that you put through the uh, washing machine too many times. Yeah, it's, like, you can see, like, she's got, like, she's going to be floofy, but there's a lot of, like, pink skin showing. Yeah. She doesn't have enough hair yet, but she's very fucking cute, and apparently she's doing well. She's being taken care of by a cat rescue <sighs> and she's being like hand fed and just taken care of. And it does kind of feel like teeter tot walked. So wisp could run. And <laughs> <laughs> what I just start ugly crying. I'm going to have to like show you so you can like no. keep up with, no, or you I don't want to get invested. I in can't another, get invested in another, another pack. sickly kitten. Anyway, best wishes for wisp. We love you wisp. I just start full on sobbing. I know. I'm like, that's why I'm like, I literally had to knock on wood. I'm like, I don't want to curse this cat. I love this cat. This cat is so fucking cute. But 
All right, I think that's it for us tonight. I think that was a good. I think that was a good. I tried to end on a good note. So we can all, all try and feel like our hearts feel a little bit after that think roller coaster. One of, I think "scrungly" is one of my favorite words. So. Scrungly, very cute. Is it a word? No, probably. It doesn't matter. It's a word now. It's my favorite word. Scrungly. Anyway, I love it. I love you. I love you. I love all of you who are listening. Dear listeners, we love you. Subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> that doesn't we, exist. We don't have a Patreon. But we have been getting a decent amount of listeners every week. We're still hovering around 500-ish. So, Considering everyone and their mother has a podcast, I was like... I'm very proud of us. It's pretty cool. I mean, this has all been unintentional bump due to Crooked Media Mobile Mobile. But hopefully some of you are sticking around and enjoying the content. Or at the very least, forgot you subscribed and keep getting it downloaded anyway. Yes, exactly. That was the master plan all along. I don't care. <laughs> that was the worst evil laugh, but yeah. it's fine. You're doing a great job, sweaty. <sighs> well, this has been another episode of Termly Online. I'm Hannah. I'm Tori. And we, we are, are never logging off. off. Bye! Bye. 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 B